Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It is Tuesday, and we have a brand new Tuesdays with Tata for you. I remember there was a poem when I was a little boy called Casey at the Bat, and the line that I remember said there was great joy in Mudville, and there's great joy today because that which was lost has been found. Um, We had a storage error on my cloud account, and I thought this episode that we recorded two Sundays ago was lost, but we um, did some work on the account, deleted some stuff, and all all of a sudden that file was available. So we have Tuesdays with Tata that we did at the end of Mind Change March. And Tata had a special message about one of the great mind change stories and cell brain surgery stories in the Bible, um, the story of Paul and his conversion on the road to Damascus. It's a great talk we have with Tata and his wisdom uh, really help us kind of finish out Mind Change March. It's perfect for the beginning of Action April. And I'm bringing that to you now. That which was lost has been found, and we are all grateful for that. There's just one thing you got to remember, friend. You can actually make these changes. It's not just motivational speaking. It's not just a positive attitude. It's actually the fact that God can change your mind and He can change your life if you're just willing to let Him help you start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Welcome. We're back. It's a windy Sunday afternoon out here on the river. It's beautiful today. And if I'm talking to you on Sunday afternoon, it can only mean one thing. It has to be Tuesdays with Tata. How you doing, Tata? I am doing well. How are you? I'm really well. I'm kind of overwhelmed because we had podcast downloads in 108 countries last week. Wow. Isn't that's that crazy? Ama- that's amazing. People all over the world heard yes. your voice last week, Tata. That's, that's, that is encouraging. And friend, wherever you are in the world, know that we are greatly glad to be on this journey with you and love to hear from you. Uh, send us an email, lee at drleewarren.com or... Leave a comment on one of the posts on Substack. We'd love to know where you are and what you're up to and what we can pray about for you. We'd love to hear from folks, don't we, Tata? Yes, we do. Been really, uh, it's been a really great uh, week out here, finally warming up a little bit. And then we had um, a great time at church this morning. Heard a good message from Pastor Jeff. Yes. It was good. Um, I wanted to share with you, Tata, we got an email from a woman named Roberta. I don't know where Roberta's from, but she said, oh, Oregon. Roberta's from Oregon. Shout out to Oregon here today. She uh, commented on the newsletter today, and she said that she's been doing self-brain surgery for one year. She just hit her one-year anniversary of self-brain surgery, and she says, I am a better person for it. 
because I have learned to think about my thinking. So good for you, Roberta. That's what we're Amen. all about. Very good for you. That's what we're all about here. Tata, what are we going to talk about today? Well, what, 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 first of all, let me say it's March the 19th. Unbelievable. This month is almost gone. And, and what resonates with me is this is Mind Change March. Mind Change March. And this is the first quarter of the year. So whatever you decided in January, and you haven't got it done yet, you still have time. It's time to get after it. <laughs> and, and, and that's what we're talking about, is change. Yep. And in uh, and, and Acts uh, chapter 7, uh, the event is the, the stoning of Stephen. And, and recall that Stephen was one of the seven that had been appointed to uh, take care of the Grecians' widows. Yes. Who were not being served. And it's interesting because... Stephen, he was one of the seven, and he was gifted. And so in Acts, uh, in Acts 7, what we see is the, uh, the speech that he made. But then what really made the, the crowd mad, and that when they seized him, he called them stiff-necked and uncircumcised. Yep. Accused them, uh, and accused their fathers of stoning the prophets, and accused them of killing the righteous one, Jesus Christ, and betraying him and murdering him. And he, he, and he, he went on to say that you who received the law is delivered by angels and did not keep it. Yep. They didn't even keep the law. And that what, what was amazing to me is that the leaders of this group or, or gang were, the, were, the, were from the synagogue, synagogue of the freedmen. Mm. Very, I, I, I don't know, and there's no other further mention of them. I don't know what they were, uh, but it sounds like probably they were converts. Yep. Uh, converts to Judaism, but they apparently did not keep it. And so they stoned Stephen to death. But while, and, and one thing, one thing that's, that, that, that really stood out to me was that, and the witnesses in verse, uh, let's see, it's verse. 58 of chapter 7, Acts chapter 7, verse 58. Uh, and the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. Yep. And so what did that say? Saul was not only a witness, but he was active in, was in the event. That's right. Because he took care of their garments. And, and then the first, first thing we see in, in, in Acts chapter 8 is Paul approved his execution. He approved Stephen being stoned to death. That's right. Now we don't. I don't. We don't know. Uh, we don't know uh, anything about Saul's history. We don't know about his upbringing. But we learn later that he was a Roman citizen. Yeah. He was a Roman citizen by birth because his father was a Roman, and apparently his mother was Jewish. But anyway, he he, he did not buy his citizenship. He he had it by birthright. That's right. <clears throat> and then in verse three. But Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Wow. That, that, that is very powerful. That's a zealot. Right he was there. a zealot for sure. He, yep. was, he was zealous in his work and he was determined to do his part to destroy God's church. So what we're looking at here is looking at the change that took place. What happened now, and, and one of the things that you have to bear in mind is that 
when he, he went to the chief priest, and we find that, we see that in, uh, in chapter 9. He, and he went to the chief priest, and he, he had letters of, uh, I guess, apparently like warrants. He could, he could arrest people, and the, they were members of what they called at that time the way, mm-hmm. and, 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 and bind them and bring them back to Jerusalem to be tried. So he had authority from the, from the hierarchy, or from the leadership of the synagogue to, to arrest people that, that claim to be Christians or claim to be followers, disciples of Jesus Christ. And, and he was leading this insurrection. But on his way to Damascus, and I don't know how he was traveling. Apparently he may have been traveling on foot. But anyway, what happened was an event that, that really changed his course in his life. Change. Yeah. Happened to him. So what happened is a light shined around them and, 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 and Saul was blinded. He fell to the ground. And then he heard Jesus talking to him. Wow. Now, all we know is what Jesus said to him. He said, uh, why are you persecuting me? Mm. And he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I'm Jesus, whom you're persecuting. But but rise and enter the city and you will be told what you must do. Yeah. So, so did he not only, he not only was on a mission to arrest, Christ, to arrest disciples of Jesus Christ, but then he had a new mission from Jesus Christ. Hmm. He, was, he had been persecuting the disciples of Jesus and now he was becoming a disciple of Jesus. Wow. So change is possible. Yeah. So that's all you have to do. And you'll see later. And I don't know. The Lord appeared to Ananias, who was a prophet in in the city, and he said, "There's a man. He's from Saul of Tarsus, and he's he's at Judah." So Jesus, when he told him to arise and go into the city, told Saul to arise and go into the city. He gave him the address. Yeah. He told him where to go. Yeah. The house where he was supposed to stay. That's right. And so. And, and I can see, I get a picture in my mind. If I heard that kind of voice, I said, are you going to be kidding me? I don't know, I said, probably had to say that. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> we know what this guy does. Some kind of joke? Yeah. yeah. But no, he did not. He went and did exactly what the Lord told him to do. That's right. He went to see, he, he, went, he told him, he said, he called him Brother Saul. Now think about that a minute. What, why would he call him Brother Saul? Because Jesus had already told him, this yeah. guy's going to be one of our guys. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because I'm, he's, he, and, and he told and that's to go and take care of him and, and heal him and, and restore him. But he also told him that this would be, that Saul would be his instrument, with Jesus Christ's instrument, to go to the Gentiles. Yeah. And, he, and then also Jesus said, I will show him all the things that he must suffer for me. So, and, and for a long time, I wondered, I wondered about when Paul talked about the thorn in the flesh, but he said it was a messenger from Satan. So, and, and then he said in another place that he had a good, he had a clear conscience. But I always wondered about that thorn in the flesh if he didn't see Stephen's face and the people that he had arrested. Oh, wow. Maybe. I wonder if he didn't think about that. My memory was crippling. Wow. But remember, 
he had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ saw him. He saw Jesus face to face. He had to be. He had to have that encounter. That's right. The risen Jesus Christ to to become an apostle. Wow. So think about the change, because one of the things that that we see that that Saul was he was blind for three days, and for three days he he fasted. And what else did he do? He prayed. Yep. He prayed. And I imagine what he was praying for, Lord, let me see again. And Lord, send somebody to help me. And, and so what, I'm, what we're looking at here is a, a, this, and this is, and I realize this is a, a change that, that I don't, I have never experienced anything like, anything like that in my life, but I don't know that, and I don't know anyone that ever has that has talked to the Lord since Jesus has returned home to heaven, to his Father. Yeah. And, and, but the change was radical for Saul. Now, what happened to him? He was, he, a, a light shined around him and he was blinded. And, and the men that, that were there, it, it's so meticulous how Luke writes all of this. Mm-hmm. The men that were traveling with him, with yep. Saul, they heard the voice, but that, that's all he said. That's, that's all right. he knew. That's right. They heard the voice. And so they heard, <laughs> they heard, they heard, they heard Jesus talking to Saul. Yeah. So, and then you so you have to wonder, well, what kind of effect did it have on them? That's right. I imagine they changed too. That's right. I would think, I would change, wouldn't you? Absolutely. There's a, there's a point to be, to be not missed here friend, is that um, N.T. Wright wrote an amazing book called Paul, A Biography. Um, and he tries to get into the mind of, of a Jew, a zealous Jew like Paul and what he would have gone through in that experience. Um, and there's a poem that he references, English poet John Benjamin, um, because people have, secular scholars especially, have used this road to Damascus or Damascus experience is sort of a byline almost. And people say, well, what happened to Paul? Maybe he was guilty over murdering Stephen, so he changed his heart, or maybe he had some kind of seizure or something. You know, they they try to explain away. Here's the little poem. It's just a few lines. St. Paul is often criticized by modern people who are annoyed at his conversion, saying Freud explains it all. (laughs) But they omit the really vital part of it, which isn't how it was achieved, but what it was that Paul believed. That's right. That's right. It's what he became. He believed. Yes. He had this event happen, but it became heart knowledge. It wasn't just something that happened to him. It changed his life. This is... Right. Mind change march. That's absolutely. That's right. And so that's what the whole point is. Change is possible. Right. So no matter where you find yourself, friends, and, uh, and, and, and I'm speaking not, not for myself, but I'm speaking about myself as well. Uh, no matter where you are, the first thing you have to do is pray, and then you have to seek. That's right. So, and, then, and maybe there's no order to it. Maybe you have to pray and seek, or seek and pray. Yeah. So... But but to and, and to your because to yourself, one of the things that that I've learned over time is, and 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 let me tell you something. Uh, I think I must have a master's degree in self-loathing because once one time I've often thought you know that, that 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 I would ask myself now why did you say that why did you do that 
Well, you know why. Well, then I learned to say, you cannot criticize yourself like that. You're a child of the king. That's right. You don't have that right. That's right. You gave that right up when you accepted him. And so that's the whole point right there. You have to, you have to look at it from a different perspective, and you have to look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. That's right. He is the one that set the pace, and it's up, for us, it's up to us to join him in the race. That's right. And the race is, sometimes we think the race is long, but it's not. No. Not very long at all. But, when, and then the, the, but the whole thing is that, keep in mind, is that he had Saul, and, and I realize this is an extreme case that we're looking at, because who among us have been accused of being murderers of, of the faith? Um, but this is an extreme case because this is the case that Jesus wants us to look at, that how a person can change That's right. when they call on his name. That's right. When they accept him as their savior and as their Lord, as the Lord of their life. Amen. And, and then and one of the things that, that again, that have so stuck out so much to me was that Paul was praying. And he fasted, for, he was blind for three days and he fasted for three days. But he was praying. Yeah. And so, and, what, and then what the encounter was when, when Anas got there to see him, Paul knew who he was. That's right. He knew who he was. You, he knew why he had come. Yeah. And, and so what happened? He, he, his sight was restored and he was baptized. That's right. And I don't know why we don't have... It would, be, it would be extremely nice to have the dialogue that Paul might that have gone through with, and at that moment in time. I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think he had a conversation with Jesus. Yeah. I no doubt about that. No doubt. Now, and I don't know what Jesus said to him, but Jesus said he would show him. I'm going to show you. But you're going to be my chief uh, representative to go to the Gentiles. Wow. So he was right on the front line. So you look at the change that he made. It's about face. It's 180 degrees. That's right. He just turned around. He was going one way and he stopped. God stopped him. Jesus stopped him. And he turned around and went the other way. That's right. Isn't yeah, he? dramatic. Not just that he became a believer, but he went from being the chief persecutor to being the chief sort of you know, evangelist. Yes. Wrote two thirds of the New Testament. Yes. Yes, and, and and all the things that he suffered. None of us have suffered like that, of course. No. None of us have been shipwrecked. None of us have been stoned and left for dead. None of us had had to escape to fear for our fear of our lives. No. And and and, and then and none of us were were beaten like he was. No. And and he was he was bitten by snakes. When he was on the Isle of Patmos, yeah, and he did not. Then the natives kept waiting for him to die, and he didn't die. The fact is, he healed them. That's he, right. He healed the chief. That's but right. This is the emphasis that, and I want to keep coming back to this. And friends, I I don't know where you are. I I, I kind of know where I am, but if you if you want to change something in your life, it's possible. Yes. 
It's possible. If you don't like where you are right now, stop doing it. That's right. Stop. Just stop right now. And, and maybe start over. Yeah. That's what happened to Paul. He stopped. That's right. And he started over. He did. He, went, he became a new person. Right. So that's what we, that's what we, that's the purpose of all of this that we talk about is look at yourself and, and find yourself then where you are. So, and, and I know we've said this before, but I, I, I saw years ago a, a marquee on, on, on a church. Um, if you feel far from God, guess who moved? That's right. Yeah, God, God doesn't move. He, he, he is with us always. Yeah. And the only thing that he wants, he wants us home. That's right. He sent his son to become like us. So we could become like him. That's right. Amen. And we could change. We could change how we how we view ourselves and how we view our life and how we view what we're involved in. So make a change, but make a change for good. Amen. You know what? If we're going to make such a change, when should we start? Start today. You start today. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.